Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There at the Family Podcast for Adults and people here in the Google Music beta, such as myself. Not I showed you fancy. that, right? You did not. It's very neat. Uh, Tyler was talking about iCloud in the chat room during mm-hmm. the break. Mm-hmm. Um, Google Music is similar to that. Like, I put a thing on the computer, and it uh, it uploaded all of our music to the cloud on Google, right? Correct. And now I can I can listen to my music anywhere. It took a while. It took a couple days. Yep. Well, 3,900 songs, Kim. Yep. I mean, you really can't fault it for taking a while. It was Well, <laughs> it's easier for you to say when it's not on your computer. Did it really? I'm just saying, did, it, did it really cause you a problem? Here, let me start running something that's did gonna it, take a couple days. Did to it complete. really cause you a problem? Did you even fucking notice it was there? If I hadn't I told you, if I hadn't told you, would you have noticed your computer running slower? Well, it had it up in the corner. Did on, it affect it. your ability to use your computer? Well, no, no. So you're whining. My computer rocks. I'm just saying, it's easy to do when. It's well, not it, your it mostly computer. it was at night. You didn't really know. So anyway. Uh, it's very intriguing because it does let you just bust open your phone and start playing music wherever you're at. I think that's probably why Pandora on my phone decided to start bugging out. Because it saw the music beta and it was yes. like, fuck you then, bitch. It's flipping out. Fuck, it fuck was you. causing mischief and mayhem. Well, Pandora and, and Google Music have different functions, right? I, I like to listen to Pandora because it introduces me to music I may not have otherwise heard, right? Because I say, I want to listen to songs like this one. Yeah. And it starts playing me songs yeah. like that one, which I may or may not have heard before. Whereas Google Music, I have to actually have the music already. I had to, had to have already purchased it. It seems like Pandora's kind of slimmed down its choices, though. Because you'll hear the same song a lot. I, I don't like... I'm less intrigued by Pandora than I used to be. You're right. I think there's less music on there. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of sucks. But I like Google Music. Unfortunately, I feel bad for Google because right after they start their beta... Mr. Steve Jobs goes, hey, by the way, I bought this trademark. It's called iCloud. What could that mean? Well, my logo is a picture of a cloud with a little musical note on it. I wonder what that's all about. I don't know. Which, you know, the whole Google camp is like, fuck you, Jobs. Fuck you right in the ass, you dick. But I think it's going to be intriguing because it does mean that storage on your iPhone or your iPod is not going to be that important anymore. But Yeah, that's true. If you don't need to keep your music library on That's it, true. 16 gigs is probably plenty for apps. You know what I mean? Just what I needed, something else to give me music. I still love every single version of iPod that I have. Yeah, you're, That's all I got to say. You're dumb about iPods. That's all. <laughs> That's Each all one has its own usage. You're, you're dumb about it. Nope. <laughs> I'm the ideal customer. What you talking about? Yeah. For that Apple, I want every single version and I use them all. I, I just think it's funny. It's not th- bad. <laughs> I just think it's funny that. I'm a big Apple whore. Before you got your first iPod, right? Do you remember before you got your first iPod? Yeah, I know. I didn't think, think I was ever going to need it. You said, I will never use this. I know. This is a stupid waste of money. You remember you that? It should be ecstatic. Right. And making th- me eat that's, my words. That's what you said. And yes. then I said, well, you're getting an iPod touch anyway. That's what you're getting. Mm-hmm. And you said, that's dumb. It's just dumb. And then you got it, and you started creaming all over it, rubbing it against your vagina. And then you're, you're like, you know what else I need? And this is the part that I thought was dumb. You went from an iPod touch. You're like, hey, I kind of need a Nano. Also a touch. Thanks. <laughs> you went from the best down to the shittiest. 
That's not how it's supposed They're to work. All... They all have their own usage. <sighs> Speaking of buying stuff, do you know what I had to do today? Well, obviously I do. Your least favorite thing in I, the world, I pretty got much. Up at five o'clock in the morning to work, mm -hmm. so that you all have a lovely home and a place to rest your head, right? Uh, and I was very tired at about eleven o'clock when I got done working, right? Because I'd been up till the night the night before until one o'clock in the market, morning working as well, so I didn't get a lot of sleep. So while I'm very tired, thing one comes in, bouncing around off the fucking walls, all jazzed up. Yes, Dad, you have to come with me. You have to come with me right now. And I said, where? And she said, somewhere about it, 45 minutes away. <sighs> so we had to go look at this car that she's going to buy. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm glad that her car buying has settled down because when it started, she was going to buy a new car. Remember that? Yes. And well, I said, reality quickly sets in. And I said, if you spend $18,000 on a new car, I will punch you in the groin very hard. You don't be that stupid. And I had the power to enforce that by saying, I will not co-sign a loan for you. No matter what, how much you cry, I'm not co-signing a loan. Right. For a couple reasons. One, I don't want to be on the hook for somebody's $20,000 car. Right. Two, she can't afford it. And three, it's unnecessary. So I told her exactly what to do. This was about three months ago, right? I said, you need to go get a credit union account. You need to talk to them about how much you can actually get. And once you know what your upper limit is, go shopping. Correct. She didn't do that exactly. Took her a long time to get. She saved money. Kind of saved money, right? She saved up a few grand and said, okay, now I have enough money to go get a car. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And I said, you, you don't really, but okay. So she figured out she can afford about $9,000. And when she went shopping for cars, that's exactly what she told the people at the car dealership. I know. <laughs> and I told her, I said, please, when you decide to go shopping for cars, hang on a second. My headphones are all fucked up. Okay. I said, please, when you go shopping for cars, don't even talk about price. Right? Don't right. tell them how much you have to spend. And if you are going to tell them how much you have to spend, shoot low. I told her specifically, tell her, tell them you have about $7,000. Because the thing about car dealerships is if you tell them you have $9,000, they're going to show you $10,000 and $12,000 yeah. cars. And that's exactly what they fucking did to her over and over again. And I said, don't test drive a new car. Don't even look at a new car. I remember not so long ago when a new car might cost, you could get a new car for $10,000. Right. Now, fuck you. That's never going to happen again. No. Those days are gone. So she looked around. She, I finally told her, I said, look, you need, to, you need to look for a Honda Civic with low miles and just buy it. Well, we had a list of brands and models that she should look at. And she was pretty much sticking to the list. Right. But it really did boil down to a Honda. It's, it's one of the few cars that if you get one with 100,000 miles on it, you know you can probably still get another 100,000 miles out of it right. without it catching fire and killing you. And if you buy an older one, it's not a big deal. They hold their value, whatever. So finally, she has found the perfect car. Now, unfortunately, she decided to negotiate price before I got there. So I think she got screwed a little bit on that. But I drove all the way over to the fucking ass end of the Metroplex with her. I looked at the car. And the whole time, I kept asking her questions. And, oh, she got so mad. Because she didn't 
think because to she, ask or she, she didn't look herself. She never asked any of these questions. I said, do you know how long the tires have been on that car? Because I understand that you're going to spend your money, but if you spend your money and in three months you have to buy new tires, you're going to be a pissed off camper. And she's like, I, I didn't ask. Did you look underneath it to see if there was rust anywhere? Because that's a problem. I didn't ask. Did you open up the hood and look at the engine? Just look at the engine. I'm not asking you to be a mechanic. I'm asking you to look in the engine and see if it looks like rats have been living in it. Right? Did none of those things. None of them. I said, do you know how much your insurance is going to cost per month? No. Do you know how much your payments are Do you know how much your payments are going to be? She has a loan. Right? She has a a credit line through the credit union Mm -hmm. and has no idea how much it's going to cost to pay that down. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. So I so I looked at it. It's a nice car. She's gonna buy it, but she'd already locked everything in by the time I got there. And the the guy that was selling her the car just looked at me when I walked in, and I asked questions about it, and he just kind of went, hmm, "Whatever, your kid's gonna buy it. I'm clear on that. There's nothing you can do." <laughs> because the other thing that thing one likes to do is when she sees something that she likes, she squeezes all over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I love it so much. It's the perfect car for me. I can't leave yeah. without it. I was like, you fucking idiot. Why did you do that? So the only thing I don't like about it is the air conditioner is slow to get cold. But that's not a good thing in Texas. And I told her, I said, this may not be a deal breaker for you, but it would be a deal breaker for me. She's well, like, well, it may be something simple to it fix. Maybe. It may not be. The car she's looking at is 10 years old. There's a chance. And I'm not saying it's going to, because this this car happens to have been well taken care of. You can tell from looking at it, it was well taken care of. But there is a chance that that cooling system is going to shit the bed, and she's not going to have an air conditioner in a year or two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And in Texas, you're not going to be happy about that. So we'll see. I, I'm glad she's getting a car, but I'm not glad about the way that she's handling the transition to a new car. Like, here's here's an example. Well, she's dropping the other one like a hop <laughs> Right. Pretty much. And here's the thing. When I gave her the van to drive, how much money did I drop into it to get it up to drivable standards? About 1200 bucks. Yeah, something like that. Brakes, tires, some mm-hmm. other shit to get it in good running shape. And I did that out of the goodness of my heart because I had a car. Right? Right. Well, and you I- don't want her driving something unsafe. No, but honestly, I don't care if she has a car at all. Doesn't bother me. No skin off my nose because she never, she never used the car for what I would consider the good of the family. You see what I'm saying? Like my she got a driver's God. license and got driving, and I thought, oh, this is great. There's a bunch of shit I don't have to do anymore, like take people on trips that need to. Like when one of the kids wants to go to the store, right? She could take them. Did she ever? No, I Not still really. had to do all that. So fine, I did a bunch of shit to get her in a good shape. She got the car, and that's fine. She's a kid. I understand that. However, the inspection on the van is about to go out, right? It's about to be up. And I told her today, before you go look for a new fucking car, go get that thing inspected. I want the van inspected and the tags on it before you get a new car because this is going to be your sister's car now. And I don't want you fucking it over, right? That was my basic thing. If there's a problem, you and I are going to have to figure out how to get this problem fixed before you turn the car over because I fix the problems for you, right? That seems fair to me. Seem fair to you? Yeah. She acted like I told her she had to buy her sister a new car. I, I don't want to spend $40 on that van. 
She doesn't want to put any more money I, into I it. I don't give a shit what you want. You've been driving it. You're responsible for it. Right? I mean, that's am I unreasonable? No. And then I told her she had to clean it. She's like, well, I'm going to take my clothes out of it. That's all I'm going to do. No. And I said, no, you fucking animal. I helped her detail right. when she got it. That's what I said. I said, you have to you have to return it to your to me in the condition which you received it. Or, and this is the decision that you and I have jointly made. If she doesn't do that, then I'm going to take it to a professional car detailer and I'm going to bill her. Rut row. <laughs> well, it's only fair, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I think she mentioned that she was going to get it all spiffed up. And that's the thing that I've been trying to explain to her is I can't, I can't tell her what to do anymore because she's all growed. You know what I'm saying? However, I'm going to start finding you when you do shit that's fucked up. Because I don't get any respect in the other way. So I'm going to start taking your money. Your money. I'm taking it. Now, this is the part that I that made me mad. Because I said, uh, I've driven you all over the fucking Metroplex to look at this car, and I'm exhausted. Okay? I got three hours of sleep the night before, and I've been driving all day, and now I'm not happy. I'm going to need you to buy me a Coke. Right. Because I need a little caffeine to get me through the day. So she says, okay. Now, we're out in the hinterlands of the Metroplex and not the nicest areas, right? And she said, I'm not, I'm not buying it at one of these creepy gas stations you're pointing out everywhere. I'll, let's go to. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I knew exactly what she was talking about as soon as you said it. And I said, Can, what will you do? She goes, I will purchase a Sonic drink for you, a big Coke at Sonic, right? Mm -hmm. Which sounds like a good deal, right? Well, it is, especially when you go at... Sure. You go to happy hour, you get a right. dollar. A dollar for a giant drink, correct? Mm -hmm. The problem is you have to actually get to a Sonic before that deal is any good. Correct. There were zero Sonics between <laughs> where her car was and where my house is. Not fucking one. So I said, why would you lie to me? You told me to buy me a soda and you did not. And she tried to make it up to me by buying me a soda after we were already home. You know what I'm saying? Aww. So, I don't know. I'm glad she's getting a car, but I do think it's going to be a problem for us in the future. You know that? Yeah, we'll see. Because she's just going to be like, I do whatever I want. No, I got my own car. I got my own thing. And I ask her, so, so what are you going to get me for Father's Day? Because I did this big favor for you. I'm doing all these nice things for you. Nothing. I don't have any money. Exactly. She's going to use that excuse a lot now because it'll be true. She'll have a lot less money. And did I tell you what her stupid plan was to go get this car on Monday? I said, we can go get it, but I can't. we can't go get it during the day because I have to work, right? Because I have a fucking job. Right. And she goes, well, I don't want to wait all day. So her plan was to have the boy mm. ride in the van with her, my van, my actual van that I own, over to get the car. And then have him drive her new car home and she would drive the van home. Mm -hmm. And I said, why don't you just have drive his own car drive and then he could car. drive his own car home. And she goes, she he drive her own car home. He doesn't have any gas. Pay for the gas. So give him 10 fucking dollars. Is it really that hard? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So she's all uppity now. She's getting a car. Are you excited or are you bummed? That she's getting a car? She's getting her own car. Um, 
you know, I have mixed feelings about it. I think it's a rite of passage. I think she's in a big old hurry to keep checking off her list. But, um, you know, I'm excited for her. What are you going to do if it blows up in two years? That is not my problem. We'll get that in writing right now. It is no longer my problem. Well, I was laughing because I went to look at it, and I said, look, kid, I'm not a mechanic. To me, it looks like it's a pretty decent car. It's a pretty decent price. It's actually well below Blue Book, and it has really low miles on it for how old it is. Mm -hmm. And by really low miles, it has less than 50,000 miles, so that's pretty good. I said, but um, you... You do understand that if anything goes wrong with this car, I'm out. It's not on me. And if you scream at me that I told you to buy this car, I'll tit punch you. Cut it out. (laughs) She goes, well, I would never do that. I was like, really? You've never made a shitty decision and then blame me for not stopping you? Because she's done that, right? She's made poor decisions and then said, why didn't you stop me? Yes. And then got mad at me. So if it happens with the car, I'm just going to set the car on fire. Cut it out. I also told her if any she knows. Told her if any repo men show up for that car, I'm throwing her out. Mm. They can take her too. That's not gonna happen. All right. You ready to do some news? Yep. Fucking kids. It's more like having a roommate now. I think that's the part that's irritating me. It's that's the way it's of like, life. It's like having it's a, exactly the way it is for millions of adults around the world. It's like having a roommate who doesn't even give a shit whether that food is yours or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, if you, that's true. If you live with a roommate. What's mine is mine and, and what's they, yours is mine. And they drink your milk. You can go, stop drinking my fucking milk, asshole. And if they don't, at least you can be mad at them. But when it's your kid and they drink all the milk and eat all the food, all you can do is go, really? Can you slow down just a tiny, tiny tit hair? No? You're still going to eat everything? Cut it out. She's not eat everything. She's going to start because she already said she's not going to go out to eat anymore. So now I'm going to have to feed her. And that kid's a pig. Stop it. She can. She is not. Really? She didn't even eat her whole burger today. Waste of time. No, she saved it. Put it in the fridge for later. She's going to give it to the boy. Oh, my God. Would you stop it? He doesn't deserve that. He doesn't. All right. <laughs> Let's do some news. Three people were left hypnotized on stage. Staged. <laughs> when a hypnotist knocked himself out during a show in Dorset. David Days was performing at Portland's Royal Manor Theater on Friday when he tripped over a participant's leg. His team could not rouse him and the audience was asked to leave while the people were still asleep on the stage. They were woken up soon after when Mr. Days recovered. His manager said the performer has a voice recording which can be used to bring people around. Who knew that stage hypnotists had to have a failsafe? Wow. I guess he takes himself pretty seriously. Well, you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to like have a heart attack in the middle of an act and That's have a bunch of people true. permanently hypnotized. But seriously. I don't really think people can be hypnotized. I don't think people You don't think it's real? No. Do you remember when we went really we went don't. one time and saw a hypnotism show? Remember that? Yeah. You didn't think that was any of that was real. Uh-uh. So you think, let me see if I understand this correctly. That people willingly walk around stage clucking like a chicken? That people... Absolutely, I do. That if people are given an excuse to act like a moron, Mm -hmm. they'll do it. Absolutely. I think you're right. (laughs) No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I totally think you're right. I think 99% of stage hypnotism is just bullshit. I think they are good at picking suggestible people. Mm -hmm. People that that want to truly believe it. 
And I think that they are good at finding people who will let their inhibitions down, given any excuse. I think these are the same girls that when they get hypnotized are the same ones that when they have a drink, all of a sudden like, well, I'm so wasted. Look at my boobs. You know what I'm talking about? Because they wanted to show you their boobs to begin with. Because they were already going to show you their tits, but they needed an excuse. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Fine. You Mm -hmm. you pretend like you're completely hammered. Because you've seen that before. Girls who act completely drunk, and then there's all of a sudden a reason for them to have to be sober for a second. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, I'm good. Okay, well, just five seconds ago, you were fingering yourself on the bar. I, I really sort of have to applaud the level with which they pursued the ruse. When he was out cold or whatever, they stayed out cold. I, uh, that's commitment. Well, that's because, okay, think about it like this. They'd already been hypnotized and probably somebody had clucked like a chicken and somebody had done a sexy dance. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. those are pretty typical. Everybody on stage had already embarrassed themselves. So when this guy goes down, they're just like, I'm not moving until he fucking tells well, me to wake up. Well, that's true. <laughs> I will look like an idiot if yeah, I get up now. That's true. Didn't so I'm locked in. I'm a little more concerned that somebody could trip and be knocked out for an extended period of time. Yeah, that's troublesome. If if you fall hard enough to knock yourself out for more than a couple of seconds, you have probably fucked some shit up, right? Well, I'm assuming he probably fell and didn't even have time to put his hands out to catch. They had right, probably, but they he was out long enough that they had time to empty the theater. That can take a while, unless it's like a small venue still gonna be 10 minutes like 50 people still gonna be 10 minutes have you ever been knocked out uh yeah I- i've been knocked out a few but times it wasn't very long no no that's what i'm saying if you get knocked out and it lasts for more than a few seconds there's probably a good chance that you have damaged something in your skull although i did tell you the time where i was hanging upside down on a swing like a bar swing you remember those on, on jungle gym <laughs> yes. swing sets Yes, they were they're less like a swing and more like a trapeze. Mm-hmm, and they kept pushing me harder and harder, and I kept telling them to stop because I wanted to get off. <laughs> the scary kid ride. Uh, and I passed out, and I woke up, and everybody was gone. And you were still hanging upside down? Yep. That's pretty amazing. I know. Because usually if you hang But everybody up, was gone. Well, that's how kids roll. <laughs> You're like, holy I shit, I don't I, know what's wrong with that. I'm out. I can't count the number of times when I was a kid when there was an accident of some sort. Like, usually it was a bicycle accident. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody have a big accident and just be laying in a crumpled heap somewhere, and everybody else just quietly pedals away. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm going to go now, because <laughs> we were all doing shit we weren't supposed to be doing, so I got to I gotta get the fuck out of here. So anyway, I, I think the story is interesting, but I do think it's just proof of the power of people to bullshit themselves. I, I don't believe hypnotism works, I, at least not stage hypnotism, right? I believe that hypnotism as a method for exploring your own thoughts or whatever you know what i mean like hypnotism to stop smoking that kind of shit i think that can work to an extent because it just helps you become aware of behaviors that you have that aren't working out you know what i mean yeah maybe so also i've used hypnotism successfully to get in your pants so i know that that works unless you were a drunk girl well i think the benefit to most hypnotism is you don't remember it afterwards I wish that was true. You always complain. Like, you hypnotize them. Then... All right, here's my next story. The U.S. Department of Defense has ruled that attacks on computer networks and sabotage of information systems that stem from other countries officially constitute an act of war and can be responded to with traditional military force. 
This opens the door to military strikes against nations that knowingly allow cyber attacks against the United States in order to prevent the damage that could be caused by those attacks. You know what I find most interesting about this story? I do not. It comes hot on the heels of the revelation that China was hacking the email accounts of very high-level people nice. in our government. So you're saying we're going to go to war with China? I, I'm not saying they declare war on us. I'm not saying that they're going to, but I think when the Pentagon comes out and goes, "By the way, if you hack my email, I can nuke the shit out of you," is a little bit extreme. Well, <laughs> that is true. Especially when stuff like "If you hack us, we'll kill you." That that seems a little over the top to me. But on the other hand. Lately, hackers have been just having their way with the no, whole. <laughs> I mean, there's like, and admittedly, some of these people deserve it. Like fucking Sony. Sony they just gets, need to scrap it and start over. Sony gets hacked, and then they're like, "Okay, we fixed it." And then a different part of Sony gets hacked, and they get hacked the same way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, why don't you send out a company memo to everybody and go the next the next team that gets their shit hacked, all of you are fucking fired. Because this is really fucking embarrassing. How many times in a row did Sony get hacked? I think three. It was over and three fucking over. And they still, they sent me an email last night and said, hey, guess what? The PlayStation Network store is back up. Come get your free shit. And I turned on my PlayStation and it said, oh, the network is down right now. So I don't, I don't believe you, Sony. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It'll be, I'll be interested to see the first country that gets their ass militarily beat for hacking us. I bet it's Nigeria. I guess what, Nigeria? No more spamming. Cruise missile into your server farm. Problem solved. Well, it is rather extreme, but honestly, you kind of have to take an extreme stance at this point, right? Or maybe you just don't be such a fucking baby about your network security. You know what I'm saying? There are entirely too many times when there's a hack, and the hackers then reveal, well, we didn't so much hack it as just type in uh, username, user, password, password and we were got right in because that's essentially what's happened to a lot of people you know what i mean right they're like and, and uh lulsec which is like the new anonymous i guess mm-hmm. they hacked an fbi company and they're like well you know we found out that the fbi reuses their passwords a lot you're supposed to be you know security maybe you don't do that well, I, in my opinion, I think it's just the government's way of basically saying, don't eat that when you're a mom. Yeah, stop it. I'll beat stop you. Stop it. You're going to get worms and they're going <laughs> to crawl up into your brain and you'll die. That's that's probably true. Okay, hacking was fun for a while, but if you don't stop it, we'll kill you. Okie doke. Maybe they should just tell them. It's like masturbation. You do it too much, you'll go blind. Yeah, exactly. Stop hacking, you'll go blind. But, you know, on the other hand, like... um. You know those RSA tokens that I use to log in at work? Then everybody uses yes. to log in at work, right? You have to have your little token so you can yes. log in. Everybody's like, those are so much secure. Except for that company got hacked, right? Right. And then Lockheed Martin got hacked based on the information they got from hacking RSA. So, I mean, security is only secure as the weakest link. And the more people you have involved, the more likely you are to get fucked. That's really what it boils down to. And I think a lot of hacks, more than people want to admit come from the inside oh probably like i think the there's a employee a better than even chance that sony got hacked because some system admin somewhere got laid off and then just mentioned some shit to a friend you know i'm sure i don't know intriguing yeah there's stories over there okay, here's my last story 
A Georgia man who tried to impress a young Georgia lady aboard a Delta flight after quaffing multiple mixed drinks has been banned from the Atlanta-based airline for life. <laughs> That's pretty hardcore. It is. No more flying on this airline ever for you. George Sisko had several beers before boarding the flight and several mixed drinks while the flight was delayed on the tarmac. Then he began flirting with Danielle Valamont. He asked her, have you ever wondered if someone could get something on the plane they weren't supposed to? Then he fired up a silver metal torch-like item. Sisko then went on to tell Valmont that he was an air marshal and had a canister of gas that could make everyone aboard pass out. Valmont then faked a trip to the bathroom to warn the flight attendants. Sisko fell asleep while waiting for, waiting for Valmont to return and was arrested and delivered to the FBI in Memphis. Yeah. The drunken braggart <laughs> stuck on a plane on a tarmac. You got to be careful what you're bragging about. Yeah. <laughs> you can talk about fishing. You can talk about stuff like that. You can, when you start talking a, about plane sabotage and taking people on right, injuring people. There's a lot of things that impress ladies, right? Like he could have gone away saying, I'm an air marshal. You know what I mean? Or saying things like, you know what? I'm a doctor. Even if it's not true. There are things that will impress the lady folk and may marginally increase your chances that you're going to get to slip it in. Right. But showing her uh, explosive torch on a flight that she's on. Correct. And saying, oh, by the way, I have a canister of gas that will render everyone on the plane unconscious. These are things that cause the woman to be frightened and to run away from you. That never works. Never in my life. Like, I've taken you to scary movies before and then immediately gotten lucky because scary movies kind of stir up a lot of shit inside your brain. You know what I mean? They kick your fight or flight instinct in, which kind of triggers your libido a little bit. makes you think, maybe I better fuck before the zombies eat me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But the time, the few times you've been truly scared, your vagina actually zipped itself shut. I heard it. I think that goes along with the fight or flight syndrome, right? <laughs> I, I, I do, too. I think You're they, either punching or running, so. <laughs> I think if you're really scared, your desire to have sex with anybody goes away. You're like, nope. Scared. Well, especially when it's, you know, you're going to be unconscious. I'm yeah. going to knock you unconscious and have my way with you. Woo! Hey, guess what? I have gas that'll make you sleep. And then I can do what I want. All right, you're roofing me. I did think it was funny that she warned the flight attendants by uh, pretending to text on the plane, showing just how drunk this guy is. You know what I'm saying? Because she typed a message on her phone. And then mm. on her way to the bathroom, she gave it to a flight attendant. Nice. Oh, that's pretty Pretty quick it, it, it was pretty clever, but if the guy was a terrorist or something, don't you think he'd be smart enough to go, who are you fucking texting in the middle of a flight, dumbass? No, maybe he has kids and they text all the way through dinner You're and on... they text all the way through a conversation and can they're you, texting in the car. And... Can you send a text message from an airplane that's in the air? It's not in the air. They were stuck on the tarmac. No, they were in the air when this shit happened. They were on the tarmac and he got drunk. Then they were flying and he was bragging. Know what I'm saying? Maybe uh, it's not very smart. It, it's not smart. stupid. I don't know. Did you know that I'm an air marshal, Kim? Right. I have a glass vial over here that I can use to create a cyanide gas that will kill everyone. Hey, you need to quit talking like that. It's a joke. I was just seeing if it would turn you on. Does it turn you on? No. Yeah. I'm the Green River Killer. Uh, the, also, <laughs> not funny. <laughs> not enticing. <laughs> Jesus, like, okay, I've been watching the True TV because of the Casey Anthony case, which we talked about. I'm Ed Gein's but legitimate son. 
in the evening, cut out. There are other shows on that that would be akin to like Max X. There, yeah, dumbest criminals, Correct. craziest car chases, yes. most most ridiculous kids. Yeah, and people are absolutely stupid, which doesn't surprise me. But there was a guy on there today that had been arrested 1,333 times. See, I, I How do think... you get arrested that many times? I can't even think of that many things to do. Right. I don't even know how many times I could get away with that shit. And you got to like keep track of them and make sure you don't have your third strike. Well, I can't do that again. Well, as long as I he's think not, something else. As long as he's not committing violent crimes, then there's no third strike. Oh. Uh, you know well, saying? I don't That's... know. I, surely, out of those 1,000-something he'd done... I am, I'm a serious. little appalled that he could have a thousand offenses and not just be in jail forever. I know. Well, his sentence was a thousand days and he was like, oh, judge, that's a long time. He goes, yep, it is. <laughs> hey, dude, I can't do that. And, oh, yeah, you can. I'm pretty sure you can handle it. But he didn't end up doing it, right? You no, know, 30 days he ended up. Right. 30. You get arrested a thousand times and you, oh, I'm going to go to jail for a month. The penalties need to be a little stiffer for either. Okay, here's the thing. Either the laws he's breaking are so minor that they don't need to be laws anymore. It's like public intoxication, like walking down the street when he was drunk. Yeah, see, I don't know necessarily that public intoxication annoys me, but I don't know that it always rises to the level of crime. Does that make sense? Right. I mean, I think he was minding his own business. I mean, he wasn't combative or anything. And from the looks of his right. mugshots, right. he was a rather happy criminal. He's drunk. He's smiling for them all. Drunk, but he's not causing trouble. Right. He's just being mm-hmm. drunk. So maybe, maybe he just has unfortunate decision making, right? Like I'm drunk and I'm walking. Right. Which you and I, in the past, we lived in an area where we could walk to and from the bar. Mm-hmm. And you and I had a, a few occasions where we were like, we're probably going to get arrested. We're not. Gonna yeah, walk. we probably shouldn't be <laughs> out here walking. Even though we were doing the responsible thing, we'd gone to a right. bar, we'd gotten drunk, and now we're walking home. But if a cop stopped us, he could have legitimately said, "You're kind of drunk." Right. And to be honest, we were young. I mean, we're barely 21 at the time. Right. Well, I was 21. You were 30. Shut up. <laughs> you really should have known better. But So I guess I can see it, but a thousand times? Uh, exactly. Figure it out. I mean, there comes a point when you just realize, I'm going to get drunk, so maybe I should just stay home and get drunk. You know what I'm saying? Right. Anytime I'm out of the house, I'm going to get drunk because I'm stupid. So I'm just going to stay home and get my drunk on here. I don't know. Intriguing. But a thousand times? Come on. Ty- I know. Tyler's saying that if somebody gets arrested a thousand times, the penalty should be death. Execution on the spot. Well, on uh, a positive note, the judge knew him by name. He was rather jovial. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. you again. <laughs> Do we at, even really need to hear it? Look at you, you fucking douche. Jail. But you don't know what the charge is. Jail. One day for offense. Get the fuck out of here. All right, you got any other stories? Nope. There you go. Do something fun. Okay. Going to the casino. No. All right. They don't call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. There's lots of free coffee at the casino. Stop being a baby. That's true. So let's go. Uh, don't forget, you can juice us. We leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, vote for us on Podcast Alley. And uh, thanks. You guys are great listeners. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com.